This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Day after day, I'm more confused. Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. You know that's a game that I hate to lose. And I'm feeling the strain. Ain't it a shame? Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. So I get emails and texts all the time from people recommending guests, you know. We got a really nice text from my man, John Katsimatidis, yesterday, Todd Shapiro. But I get this really nice email from Frank, um, I almost called him the Marone. That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. I think Marano. You yeah, I almost called him the Marone. Frank Marano because I'm dealing with a guy at a parts center at a Porsche dealership named Marone. But uh, Frank Marano sends me this. He goes, Sid, you're doing great on these Gilgo Beach segments. I heard Rodney Harrison two days ago. I heard Ray Tierney last week. He goes, but if you really want to know the inside story of the Gilgo Beach investigation and the corruption in Suffolk County that stymied the investigation, the person you should really consider is Phil Boyle. He was a state legislator in Suffolk until last year when he left to go run Jake's 58. He's also the one who asked for a special prosecutor to be appointed. It was on to say just yesterday Boyle was on court TV, and that's where Tim Sini made the explosive revelation for the first time that Burke kept the FBI out, which is exactly what Ray Tierney told me on this program 10 days ago. So with all that said, here he is, highly recommended, Phil Boyle. Phil, Sid and Friends in the Morning, Sid Rosenberg, how are you? Very good, Sid. Thank you so much for having me on. Nice to have you. As uh, as I read there, you come very highly recommended. Now, I bring Curtis Sliwa, Phil, on this show, 7.05, every weekday morning. And I know McKay's talked about it and others, but Curtis has been really, really detailed in explaining why between that uh, that, that compound, I guess, Oak Beach and Burke and the former DA and all these people – that there was a 1,000% chance that they purposely kept the FBI out for years in these uh, Gilgo murders because some of them, including the former police chief, were involved in very tawdry instances, including sex with prostitutes. And Curtis has made a very, very good case. My feeling is you agree with Curtis to a certain extent. Am I right? I agree with Curtis completely. Uh, there's no question. About it. I blame this entire th- problem, this cover-up, if you will, on two people. Uh, Jimmy Burke, the former police chief, uh, who kick- kicked the FBI out of the investigation, and Steve Ballone, our county executive here in Suffolk County, who had just uh, become county executive when the bodies started to be found along Gilgo Beach and Ocean Parkway, uh, for hiring Burke as his police chief and also not firing Burke when Burke kicked the FBI out of the investigation. Well, let me ask you this. Then. So, 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 but what would be Steve Ballone's motivation yeah. to hire a guy who clearly was a creep, 
and then not fire a guy? What would be Malone's? Because this is where we could get very. What would be Malone's motivation? Well, I'll tell you something. Newsday did a story about this. It was very interesting. It, it, for those not familiar, out here in Suffolk County in 2009, 2010, we had a very popular county executive named Steve Levy. Very popular guy. The police hated him because he didn't give him raises or whatever. But Steve Levy was a very popular county executive. And he also had $4.3 million in his, his campaign account. Uh, suddenly, he drops out of the race, out of the blue. And everybody's like, what happened? Malone was his Democratic opponent and suddenly went from the complete underdog with no chance of winning to our county executive. We found out Newsday discovered through unsealed documents that Burke, when he was he wasn't police chief at that time, obviously he was a, a high ranking official. Tom Spoda, our former county uh, uh, district attorney, who went to federal, who is still in federal prison, and Chris McPartland, who was Tom Spoda's top aide, uh, colluded and conspired to kick Levy out of the race. They had some. Uh, uh, personal information perhaps to embarrass him, said, get out, or we're going to make this public. Uh, and so that's when Levy dropped out. My point at the time, and I was very vocal at, at the time, I want to know what that dirty deal was to make Steve Levy get out of the race. Did he commit a crime? If he did, then charge him. If he didn't, then leave him alone and run for county executive. We, to this day, we've never found out what that was, why Levy dropped out of the race and why Steve Ballone was elected county executive. Obviously, when Ballone got there, he said, hey, I, I owe this guy Burke. He got me the job. I wouldn't be here without uh, uh, without Jimmy Burke, so I make right. him my police chief. Uh, I got it. There you go. There's the quid pro quo right there for those two guys. Uh, well, let me get to to uh, the FBI for a second because yeah. I've got a guy that works here alongside Katsimatidis. His name is George. Great guy. Terrific guy. Solid guy. Great FBI guy. 24 years. And he gets very upset when we malign the FBI. But what I'm getting from you and Curtis is Nobody's maligning the FBI in this Gilgo case. What we're saying is because some of the local officials were creepy, uh, bad guys, they kept the FBI out. You're not maligning the FBI. You're saying they weren't allowed to do their job because these Suffolk County officials were hiding something. Is that right? Completely. I, I wanted this FBI involved from day one, and they should have been. We would have caught this guy a decade ago if the FBI had never been kicked out of the uh, the in case by Jimmy Burke. You think about it, Sid. So Jimmy Burke, by every description, even when he was a regular cop, was a wild man. No impulse control. Uh, just and People have described him to me over the years as out of control. This is the type of guy you do not want as a police officer. Forget about making him police chief like Steve Ballone did. Um, he was, uh, Jimmy Burke, his girlfriend was a sex worker, uh, Louita Rickenbacker. She was also a drug dealer, convicted of both of these things. And yet she was Burke's girlfriend, uh, and Steve, Lee, Steve Ballone knew this when he made him the police chief. N- completely nonsensical. Now, this place that Curtis keeps telling me about is at Oak Beach. Uh, if, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm not fine. Uh, he said that some of these girls would show up there, and some of these guys, maybe even a guy you just mentioned, would frequently have sex with these girls in that compound. In fact, Shannon Gilbert, one of the first girls to go disappear, Stay, she crossed state lines, not supposed to do that. That's a felony from Jersey into Long Island. She was one of the girls that was there. Curtis swears some of these officials were involved in those acts at that specific compound. Can you confirm or deny that? Well, I can tell you I, I was not there personally, so I, you know, I have firsthand knowledge of it. But I do know that police officers have been going over there to parties, high-ranking police officers in the Suffolk County Police Department at a place called Oak Beach, which was basically right across the street from where the bodies were ultimately discovered. So it wasn't far-fetched that once these bodies were discovered, they thought there was a police uh, connection there, you know? Okay. There's no question that, that, that Burke wanted the FBI out because the FBI, if they were hanging around looking for the, the, the serial killer, 
would probably happen upon his friends uh, in Oak Beach doing things that cops shouldn't be doing. But right, it was sent to me by somebody that, well, hold on a second, Sid. He can't keep the FBI out. They're all murderers, and it's a big and a federal case. And He can't keep them out. Others have said to me, of course he can. He, you know, he's in charge of that county. He, he makes the calls to come and go. Uh, so what is the real answer? Uh, clearly, by what you're saying, uh, Burke and those folks were able to keep the FBI out. They very much were. And I, I don't take any, anybody's position on this. Don't take my position. Geraldine Hart, and I think uh, Frank Morano mentioned her yesterday, former head of the Long Island office of the FBI. She has said publicly that Burke kicked them out of the, of the case. It, for example, when they first found the bodies, obviously in any serial killer, we all know the FBI usually sends a profiler, right? Let's do a study on who this prob- guy probably is, right? Well, the, the FBI's profiler was about to come up to Suffolk County, and Burke said, don't come. Wow. I mean, who does that? Wow. If you're the head of the local police force, you say, FBI, right. come in here, you know, uh, Scotland Yard. I'm going to take every forensic capability I can to catch this guy, not Jimmy Burke. He didn't want any federal officials who could get him in trouble in the neighborhood. See, I don't live there, and I'll be honest, I lived in Boca Raton for a long time, didn't follow it all that closely. I was aware, but yeah. not. All, but, but sitting right in front of me, Phil, 10 yeah. days ago, was Ray Tierney, and I have as much respect for Ray Tierney as any DA in the country. He's not going to lie to me. And he said to me, without any hesitation, left zero room for interpretation, the FBI did not get involved until me and Rodney Harrison took over in 2022. They basically did nothing for 12 years. Again, not their fault, but why would he lie to me, Ray Tierney? Why? You tell me he made a mistake? That's not a mistake. He didn't lie to you at all. Ray Tierney is, is telling the absolute truth. And I can sit here and, right now and say we would not have solved this case if Ray Tierney was not our district attorney. He was the leader. You think about Ray. He's a superstar, right? He's done personally over 50 MS-13 uh, uh, murder cases, personally uh, prosecuted them, right? He's probably done hundreds in his career. This guy is the real deal. He's got to be the best prosecutor in New York State, if not the whole country. And within weeks, he figured out something, along with Roddy Harrison, I give him credit as a police commissioner, figured out something that it took a decade uh, that was unsolved for a decade. Well, you and Jake's 58 now? I'm the president of Suffolk Off-Track Betting, and we own Jake's, and you're welcome there anytime. We'd love to have you. Oh, my God. I'd love to go there. So what, what made you leave this you know, state legislator job? You're in Suffolk County, Phil. You're a big deal. And well, what made you leave? I can understand why. That's a great job you've got now. But what was it? What was, uh, what, was it money? Was it you had enough? What was it? Well, I, I think that I had spent 27 years in Albany as a, as a state legislator, and it, spending 27 winters in Albany, you got to do something different. But it was good <laughs> to be home, and I love the job. Jake's is a great place. We're doing wonderfully, and we got a big expansion. We're going to expand it uh, by $200 million, double the size of the place. I'm not sure if the casinos come into Nassau County, but we definitely have Jake's here in Suffolk County, and we want everyone to come along, especially after we do the expansion. It'll take about two years. Well, with that said, uh, the casino in Suffolk County, which you're with Jake's 58, uh, which right now you've got the monopoly, right? There are no other casinos on Long Island. With that said, would you still be in favor of Bruce Blakeman getting that casino in Nassau County by Nassau Coliseum? Uh, Bruce is a close personal friend of mine, and whatever Bruce wants is fine by me. But right. I, I think it'd be yeah. great. Um, but I did see, and I was very excited to see, said you're coming out here to the Paramount in Huntington. I can't wait to come watch you there. And we'd like to have you uh, at Jake's uh, performing with uh, Bill O'Reilly when we do this expansion, too, someday. You know, that's not a bad idea. I, 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 uh, I know for a fact we sold the place half out already in one day. 
And Bill and I are ready, very ready to add more shows. And eventually, if it really does well at the Paramount, we would take this thing on the road. Who knows, like he did with Dennis Miller, Donald Trump, I don't know. So going to your place is a, is a certain is a certain choice. But I do want to, uh, but the one I brought up Jake 58, though, was people listening right now are going to say, they don't know you, they barely even know me. They're going to go, ha ha, this guy, Bill, clearly he's got an axe to grind in Suffolk County. He's out there now and he's maligning all these guys with Sid. He's got an axe to grind. I don't think so. Neither does Curtis. He doesn't have an axe to grind. He's just stating facts. But for people who are going to say Boyle has an axe to grind, what would you say? It was funny, Sam, because this, a lot of this started. I had a press conference at Gilgo Beach uh, two summers ago and brought this all out, much of the stuff that has been talked on your show the last couple of weeks. Um, and at the time, they're saying, oh, Phil Boyle wants to run for county executive against Steve Ballone. They have no idea what they're talking about. First of all, Steve Ballone's term limit, he can't run again. He's going to be gone January 1st of next year. And I can guarantee you I am never in my life running for Suffolk County executive. My you know, days as a, a state legislator or a county executive are over. Um, this is simply because what incensed me, what really got me going, was when Steve Ballone said on a podcast, Unraveled, about the Gilgo case, he said he came to learn that Jim Burke, was his, uh, his police chief, was a sociopath. And yet he still did not fire him. That's what really had me do that press conference. Can you imagine that? You're the town executive. You can fire this police chief anytime you want. You can fire him when he kicks the – first of all, you can't – you cannot hire him in the first place if he's a wild man. You could uh, fire him when he kicks the FBI out of the Gilgo in, investigation, and then you figure out he's a sociopath, and you still don't fire him. Right now, Steve Ballone's trying to change the narrative. Oh, I fired him. He said he fired him. He did not. You look at the, any news report when Jim Burke and the federal uh, FBI – uh, federal law enforcement started looking at Burke again for beating up that Christopher Loeb, the, uh, the drug addict who'd stolen his duffel bag. Um, he said, Steve Ballone said, we mutually agreed, Jim Burke and I mutually agreed um, that he should leave as police chief. Now, Sid, I know you've been fired from a couple gigs. I've been fired. <laughs> gigs. I've never been mutually, I've never mutually agreed to be fired right. from anything. Right. And true. neither did Burke. It's true. So, so have you heard from Steve Ballone? Steve Ballone hasn't talked to me since I had that press conference. <laughs> so well, you're on the air with Sid Rosenberg. You're on Fox News. You've mentioned his name about a thousand times the last couple of days. You put him right at the yeah. center of this whole cover-up, and nothing. You've yeah. not heard a word from Steve Ballone. Why not? Since I had since I had that press conference bashing him for the same thing two years ago, I've seen him at different events, and we usually go to the different sides of the room. So That's we, odd. we had a cordial a cordial thing. He's a Democrat. Yeah, but, I, but I, would, I know that. But but I would ask this: what you're saying is pretty serious stuff. And if it was not true, if I was Steve Malone, I'd run over and punch you right across the face. Yeah, probably so. Because he can't do it. He knows he didn't fire Burke. He, he I don't blame him for the serial killing. I blame him for not uh, for keeping a police chief there who wouldn't figure it out. Decade a decade ago, we and God and God help us. I pray that this psycho Rex Urman didn't hurt anybody between then ten years ago when they should have caught him right. and now, which is uh, uh, not very likely. So on the way out, then uh, Rex may have killed three people, may have killed four. There may be somebody else out there. There's like twelve to eighteen bodies. Who knows? But from what you've said here, and you are every bit the great interview that everybody promised you would be, so thank you, Phil. From what you're saying here, uh, do you believe that there should be two investigations? A, make sure Rex killed all these girls, and B, Steve Ballone and Suffolk County. They need to be investigated, too, for possibly doing what you're contending. I, I think we need to look at the entire, uh, entire cover-up, and that's why I, I called for Attorney General Tish James. To her credit, she answered me. Uh, 
to have a special prosecutor look at the entire investigation. How long did it take? How long did it take Tish James to answer you? She called her office. Called me right back and said she couldn't do it because of New York State law. She needed a referral, ironically, from Steve Ballone. That wasn't happening, and she needed a referral from Andrew Cuomo at that time. Obviously, you remember she was investigating him for his sexual harassment charges. So uh, she couldn't do it. I think she would have. Um, but I, I, what I, and I put partisan politics aside on this. This is simply what happened. Why did it happen? Who let it happen? That's what we should investigate. Well, who else can it talk to? I mean, Tish James is too busy trying to put Trump in jail anyway, so she couldn't do it. Uh, I'm not a big fan, <laughs> right, as you can exactly. tell. Yeah, right. yeah. So is there anybody else you can contact to, to make this happen? I think maybe the Suffolk County Legislature, right? They're in the homegrown. They have subpoena power. They can. Uh, Jimmy Burke still lives in Suffolk County, as far as I know, and Steve Ballone does, obviously. So call some people on the carpet here and ask them what happened. Why did this take so long? Why did you take the actions or inactions in this case that led to this guy, this psycho on the street for a, a decade longer? That is an excellent job, Phil Boyle. I'm glad we brought you on. Really terrific, terrific job. Great conversation. Wish you the best of luck moving forward, and can't wait to meet you too, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ed. Good talking to you. You too. Phil Boyle, former Suffolk County legislator, now running things over there at Jake's 58, doing a whole bunch of cool stuff. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.